So Emma, thank you for letting me interview you. First Welcome. question, how would you define a maverick? Hmm. I think it uh, is somebody that uh, takes takes risks, that is um, never looking at how other people do things and then doing it in the same way, mm -hmm. um, but somebody that is always looking at different ways of being able to um, either solve the problems of a, of a business or an organisation or, or, or a situation even, okay. really. The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements and what I need you to do is say true, false or you can't decide. Okay. <laughs> People tell me that I'm a maverick. Mm, false. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. True. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I am much more productive than other people. True. I have very unusual talents. <laughs> uh, false. <laughs> I am generally underestimated by people. Oh, um, can't really say. Okay. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Uh, within my industry, uh, true. Okay. Emma, why do you do things differently? Um, I guess I don't set out to do things differently. Um, it's that's not that's kind of not my objective. What I'm always looking at is. So people will come to me and they have uh, generally a set of, um, of, of issues that I need to tackle and solve within their organisation to help them create the perfect space. So generally, when people are coming to me, it's because things have been done within their organisation before which have ne not had satisfactory results. Okay. So it's always useful for me to kind of understand why... Why, why things are like they are, and then, um, and then I'm able to, to just offer alternative solutions for, for dealing with, with those things. Okay. Um, <clears throat> does that make sense? It does make sense, in, in a way, yes. Does doing things differently require certain skills, and if so, what are they? Um, I think it's really, really important to um, not have... Uh, set views and tunnel vision on things and how things should be done okay. because um, if you think about how children are mm -hmm. children are very open and free thinking with how they will tackle anything you know you could say to them draw something or build something and they will always surprise you in, in what they do and, and 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 as adults you know we grow up and we're we're told to do things in set ways in certain ways in school and, um, and I was very fortunate that um, I've got very, I've got very free-thinking parents. Okay. Um, and I worked also for an organisation that encouraged creativity and encouraged you to take risks and make mistakes and, 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 and be really proactive and do, do whatever you want, really. Um, and, um, and, and I think that, that that combined with probably choosing quite a creative uh, subject for my degree mm. meant that when I now go into businesses, I don't have 
I don't have kind of business management training. I don't have, um, you know, I haven't got an MA. I haven't got, I haven't got a lot of things which I think in a, in a way, um, you know, could make you be a little bit tunnel vision on things. Okay. So does that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. What are the challenges to being a maverick? Um, I, I think when the, the, when you say maverick, I guess it's just not a word that I use very often, but to me, to me, that means, um, you know, somebody that, that does try to do things differently and think about creative solutions Mm. to problems. I think that one of the greatest challenges is, um, in how you can remain fresh. So, um, when we're all really busy, you know, it's very, it's very easy to just kind of look oh, I tried that, well, it worked there, so I'll do the same thing here. You know, it would be, it's very, you know, very easy to make shortcuts. Um, but I, I really force myself not to do that. And it's, that's very challenging for me when I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really important to go out and, and seek stimulus from other places at all times and see what else is going on in the world to, to keep yourself fresh. Okay. What aspects of your character influence your maverick approach? Um, gosh, um, I don't know. I think I think um, I've never I've never been particularly fond of people who are um, that 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 kind of try to be quite in you know. Um, so I'm trying to think how best to explain this, but my my approach has always been that it, the more kind of human you can be about things, the, the, the better response that you get from people. Okay. So the antithesis of that would be, you know, I, I, I do get to work with a lot of people within my industry who speak, who use a lot of jargon, for mm-hmm. example, which is very intimidating to clients when they don't really understand um, the process or the, or the industry that you work in. So... Um, I, I think that as a person, I'm quite a, an approachable, human, warm person, okay. and I and I use that aspect all the time within business because um, people respond well to it. Okay. You've touched on this before, but do you think your childhood in any way impacted on your being a maverick? Is there anything else you want to add, Emma? Um. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that. Um, you know, both my parents had. Uh, I was brought up um, in a very kind of free and free and open way, and um, my dad's always been a bit of a rule breaker. You know, okay. so he would always do the absolute opposite to what other parents would do. Okay. Um, he, he's always been a bit crazy, and he's always been a bit mad. Um, and I think that that's a probably a very good introduction to the world because um, he's also very well respected and mm-hmm. people love him in business as well. Okay. Um, and his, his approach, I think, has been very, you know, great influence. Um, and my mum has always said to me, um, do, do whatever you want as long as it's in, in moderation. Okay. And um, so it, it, it's that kind of like be free about things, but also be real, you know, so it's always, there's always been a boundary, there's always been a, you know, a good kind of sense of of moral upbringing, but um, uh, yeah, with a a lot of freedom, I think. Okay, what a lovely way to have been brought up. (laughs) Mavericks often have unusual talents. 
What would you say yours are? <laughs> I, I, um, uh, oh my goodness. Okay, so this is what this is what other people would say about me. Um, I've got an ability to look in the fridge, and there might be only four things in there, but I'll be able to um, make quite a delicious meal okay. out of whatever's there. Okay. <laughs> um, talents, other talents. Um, I don't know. That's that's it, really. I think. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really think I have any other talents. <laughs> Crazy talents. I'd like to. Um, I think you're selling yourself short myself. <laughs> in, in the 11 minutes I've been talking to you. How do you see rules? I see rules as guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's really good in life to have guidelines and to have boundaries. Um, but I also believe that and, and, and actually um, something that I have realized more I'd say in the last two years than ever before is that is that actually it's good to have a process which is something that I wasn't terribly good at mm -hmm. um, and which I'm getting much better at now um, and to me I guess I guess I see that that's as far as rules go for me because I, I don't really like strict rules I never really had strict rules growing up mm. and um and I, I, I think it's well, it's good to have discipline, obviously, and moral moral guidance. Um, I always think that that there's ways round things, and um, so uh, I hate things being black and white. You know, they, I, you know, like okay, when you're dealing with accountants, things are always black and white, and there's always, but I, there's always another way. There's always another way around whatever it is that's okay. um, blocking you. Thank you. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business, or was there a particular trigger? Um, no, I think I've, I think I've always been like this, and, I'm, and the only time that I've ever tried to do anything, a job that kind of wasn't creative and full on and stressful and hectic, I absolutely hated it. Okay. So I was not good in the nine to five situation. Okay. I think it lasted about four months. Marks, I'm thinking about my next question. Are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times? Um, I think that I, I, I think that there's a time and a place mm -hmm. and I think that you do have to really choose your moments. I think when you're when I'm first meeting clients, um I, I try to make sure that they they understand that it's not about, you know, kind of coming up with crazy ideas and being wacky. Mm. Um, it, 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 it's, it's really important that, that they, there's, a, there's a kind of real practical element to, to the work that I do. Okay. Um, because it has very, it can have very, you know, serious impacts mm. and outcomes. So, therefore... Um, I, I think that my 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 approach is always um, is probably always different to the majority of other people within my industry. But I wouldn't say that that's kind of purposely thought about or planned. Okay. Um, and and I do think that it has to be you, you have to balance that out sometimes. Otherwise, people could could take it the wrong way, especially when they don't know you very well. Okay. So is this choice then a conscious or unconscious decision? 
Um, hmm, that's really hard. I, I, I guess. I think what I'm saying is that actually it's quite a conscious decision, but I'm actually kind of thinking that sometimes it, your response to the situation requires you to be a lot more measured, and so therefore mm. it's probably you know unconscious. Okay. So that's quite hard to that's quite hard for me to to, to define and answer. Okay. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business? Um. I think the advantages are that there's a lot of people out there doing things in ordinary, expected ways mm -hmm. because generally that's easier for the majority of people to yeah. follow set guidelines. Um, and so if somebody comes along that is doing something, is has a different approach and is doing something differently, then it's probably more attractive. You know, I think that think that actually you know the majority of people when you come across that you know when we present ideas and thoughts to people they'll say oh this is completely different to what everything else that we've seen and and I and I really like that you know okay. because that's not difficult it's not difficult to be different in my world mm -hmm. so um I guess it's um uh, yeah it's good you know it's obviously it's great when people respond well to it I think that, as as you were saying before, you know, the disadvantages are is that people might think, you know, if you get it wrong, people could think that you are maybe not capable or not haven't got a serious side or haven't got certain capabilities. Um, you know, we're we're often challenged on, and we've been challenged a lot recently on, okay, you've got these great ideas, but how how can you prove that you deliver them? And that's something that that we're really keen to work on being able to prove for our clients that, that there's a, here we go, there's a, there's a um, making it tangible for them so that they can see that we can deliver quite serious and proper and good results that can, might be born out of, you know, really fun, crazy ideas. Are there situations where being a maverick is positively harmful? Gosh. Um, I do, I have come across people like that. I don't know that 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 is me, um, but you know I do think that I think it's really good to take risks. But I think that you've got to be really it, there's got to be measure behind that as well. So um, especially if you're dealing, you know, when you're dealing with somebody else's money and you, you they've trusted you to hand, you know, to, to handle their budget. Um, you know, obviously, I'm, talk I'm kind of relating this to my industry. Yeah. Um, I've heard of people say that they have worked with... Um, so I I'm not a trained architect, but I've heard people say, you know, that they've worked with an architect or, um, or a designer and that they have basically done what they want to do yeah. rather than listening to the client's needs. So I think that there is a risk when you work within a creative industry that I think that there can be a bit of arrogance sometimes attached to that. Um, and um, and for me, the most important thing is always listening to what is right for that client or that person at that particular time. Okay. Has Asian experience altered your maverick approach? And if so, how? Yes, yes definitely. Um, as I said, I never used to be very process-driven, and that's something that I'm really trying to do more of now, and we're actually going through a process at the moment ourselves of kind of 
building systems into our business so that we've got, um, you know, really brilliant kind of um, software behind everything that we do and all our projects to help us run our projects and keep on top of um, all the details as well. Um, as we grow, that's going to be really, really important to us. Um, uh, whereas before, I mean, I was just, you know, I just did, I just used to do what I thought was was right, you know, and just kind of made it up as I go along, you know, which you can do when you're starting out, but um, yeah. I, I, I can't get away with that anymore. Okay. What aspects of your life are you most and least maverick Well, that's an interesting question. Um... Gosh, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm trying to kind of like look at myself from the outside, okay. and I think that I think that most people would think that there's not very many things that I do that are very normal. Um, I'm quite, you know, I'm quite sensible. I'm quite, um, I'm not like, I'm not like crazy nutty, nutty person. So I guess like in my in my social life and and, and as a mum. Um, I've got real um, real boundaries around that. You know, I'd never want to be. Yeah, so I, I suppose that's the most. That's the most likely. I'd never want to encourage creativity and free thinking in my daughter, but I really want her to have you know guidelines and uh, and, and and boundaries as I did. So okay. I'm probably I'm probably in a way quite sensible with her. I don't, actually, I don't think anybody else would say that. But, I, you know, if I had to choose one thing, I yeah. suppose that, that would be it. Okay. So what aspects of your business are you most and least about Um, Anything to do with numbers and money and accounts. Um, I've really tried over the years to kind of, like, present budgets and numbers in different ways and make it less dry and <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, you know unfortunately that is one part that I guess is quite black and white okay um so that's probably the yeah the, the, the thing where I said yeah okay and the most uh, and the most um I don't really uh I don't really edit my ideas you know I'm I'm quite a believer in kind of just getting it out there and, and saying to people, then this might be mad, but but I'd rather say that than not say it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pretty free and open with that, I'd say. How do you balance being a maverick with home life? <laughs> well, um, I think that, yeah, I think just thinking back to kind of what I was saying previously about, about being a mum and a parent, I guess that we've got quite a routine. I think that you have to have a routine with kids because I think that it, um, otherwise it just all goes pear-shaped. Mm. Um, you know, I think we've learned that the hard way. So I'd say that we have a lot of fun. We do lots of interesting things. We do lots of creative things. We're really sociable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're always out and about. People think we're always on holiday. We're not, but I think it seems <laughs> like we are. Because um, we're always doing a lot of travelling and, you know, visiting people and, you know, we, we like to go on little adventures um, and, um, you know, we live in London, so there's always so much to do mm. and I, you know, want my daughter to really experience that, but there is always a routine 
underpinning it all. So, you know, there's pretty much set getting up times, going to bed times and eating times, manners, you know, those kind of things. I think that you, you know, you've got to be, be strict on, okay. but, um, yeah. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Uh, I don't not really thought about that, but I guess, I guess for me, the, the best thing would be that my daughter ends up doing something that she loves. Um, I think that, that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I know a lot of people that do jobs that they hate and uh, and it just makes them shrivel up, you know, and they get old before their time and, and all of that. Um, and whatever she does, I don't, I don't know, she, she, might be, she might be an accountant, you know, who knows, she might be doing something that is the complete other end to, to where I am. But, um, you know, I would just hope that we, by being the fact that I'm her mum and my approach to life would just mean that, that she, she does something that she loves. And I think for me, that's probably part of what being a maverick means is that you are, you're prepared to work a lot harder and go, go the extra mile and do crazy hours and do crazy things sometimes, but you're that's because you love it. You're doing something that you love. Yeah. Um, and, and therefore, you feel confident that you can take risks and you can try new things, um, whatever whatever industry that, that is. Okay. How much, if anything, of being a maverick is related to give back? Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that... Hmm, Best answer that. That's really, that's really important to me. It's really important to me in my business because, again, I think that you get the best out of people around you, and you get the best experience from life when everyone that you're surrounded by is doing something they love. They feel positive about it, and they feel engaged with it. Um, and yeah, and there, and therefore, I guess that. Um, it's like it's what goes around, you know, what goes around comes around. Mm -hmm. and, and I've got people working for me at the moment. You know, they're freelancers. They don't have to have any loyalty mm -hmm. to me or to or to Trifle Creative, but they really do. And I think that that's because they are, um, you know, they can, I, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm giving them opportunities. I'm yeah. always giving them opportunities to do things differently, to try new things, to try to working in different parts of the business. So in terms of, in terms of that kind of give back, if that's what you mean, then I, I think it's really important. Okay. I think that's a really good reflection on yourself. How do your, <laughs> how do your ethics and values impact on being a maverick, do you think? Um, oh, I guess, well, I guess if I was to, to try and list my values, which would probably be quite reflective of, of my business's values. Um, they would be um, creativity, uh, human, um, listening, um, and, 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 and fun, having fun, you know? So, so I think that probably, you know, as values, they're all, you know, I guess that they are all quite, maverick in themselves I guess okay. Um, okay. 
Does that make, does that, is that kind of what what you're looking for? I'm just looking for what you think. (laughs) Um, Mavericks tend to be risk takers. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? Oh, um, I've kind of like, I guess, I guess that we, we jumped up from doing quite small projects to doing quite, not huge projects, but, you know, big projects for our signs. And, and I used to do a lot of that, you know, on my own or with one other person, you know, if maximum two other people. So probably the, the biggest risk has, has been on more than one occasion taking on a huge amount of work, okay. which is not really, which we're not, you know, which we, we make happen and we, we find the resource to do, but that's probably the biggest risk, okay. I'd say. How many ventures have you taken in the past five years? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. Um, probably in the last five years, mm-hmm. probably 50. Okay. 14, 15. Okay. And what would you consider the characteristics of a successful project or venture? Um, one that at the, well, one that do, do, for the duration of the process that we build a really strong relationship with the client. Mm-hmm. So we become part of their, their family and part of their team. Um, and it's a really, it's really important to us. It's a really collaborative experience for our clients going back to, you know, one of the earlier points, I think there's nothing worse than, you know, a designer says, well, this is how it should be, you know, rather rather than listening and and collaborating. So that's really, that's really, really, really important. And to me is a sign of um, that that a project's gone well when you've got that really, um, you know, really, really good relationship at the, at the end of it. Um, Probably the second thing is that, we as a team are uh, are answering all their requirements throughout the process. So, so in terms of the project being run well and being organised and being working smoothly, but also that we are constantly finding throughout the process creative solutions to their problems, which generally, it, generally we do. Um, and I guess the third thing would be that at the end of it, people turn around to us and this has happened on every single project that we've done is that the client turns around and says that atmosphere has changed in our space. Everything feels different. Everybody looks happier. People are working, you know, better together. Um, so not only does it look great, but there is that real feeling um, and atmosphere that, that things are dramatically improved for that business. Okay, I think you may have answered this, but I just want to be to clarify it. Of the 40 to 50 ventures that you've done then, how many of them, what percentage were successful according to the definition you've just given me? Um, I'd probably say 98%. Can wow. I be as bold as to say that? Yeah, I think I think so because okay. I, we 
we, you know, there's may, maybe there's been a couple of things in the early days when, you know, there's been like ongoing little niggles or problems, but but really, um, everybody seems happy and clients come back to us as well to work with us. Okay. What did you do that made the venture successful? Um, I think that my role is really as a driver. You know, I've got to be constantly um, making sure that the client's vision is recognised. So at the end of the project, they don't have any sense of disappointment around anything, you know, that, that they can see that everything that they came to us with at the beginning has been answered. Um, and it's my job to make sure that that's, that's the case. Okay. But the 2% that you said didn't achieve, so of the percentage that were unsuccessful, what would you consider was the main reason for their failure? Probably something to do with money and budget, okay. generally, yeah, I'd say, because I think that what we were not so good at and what we are still learning and getting getting much better at is helping clients understand what things cost. And sometimes they will come to us, well, generally, they come to us with a vision which it does not match their budgets because <laughs> most of our clients, you know, are small to medium businesses and yeah. they have got huge ambitions yeah. and passions. But the reality is that they don't have a budget that, that matches with that. We're really good at finding cost-effective ways of doing things, but we're not magicians. Okay. As a maverick, what are you afraid of? Ever doing something and somebody saying that, oh, that that looks like such and such is office. You know, I, I always want it to be, I, I always want the, the obviously you're always going to, you know, there's going to be certain products and yeah. things that you use and suppliers that you use that, that therefore some elements or the designs will be the same. But um, we, we really, really um, spend that time getting to know businesses and getting to know our clients so that, a lot, of, a lot of people within our industry will have a catalogue, you know, so they design from a catalogue. We don't work like that. Um, that takes us a lot more time. And it also means that we, we therefore, because we're not working with the same suppliers all the time, it means that maybe we don't always get the best prices. So maybe we could be making more profit if we were working from a catalogue. Okay. I don't ever want to run. That's not why I do what I do. Okay. So um, I, I always want it to be able to, for us to be able to find something different and unique for the next client okay. um, that we haven't done before. How important is team to you as a maverick? Um, very important and increasingly so. Um, I think, as I said, we've always, you know, I consider us to be in a team with our client as soon as, as, soon as they kind of sign up to working with us. That is, we're a team with them. And so... Um, spending the time to get to know them and, and building, um, a, you know, rapport is, is really important. Um, having a having a really good team a, around me to work with is um, is 
is probably the most important thing because if you've got the right people, then anything is possible. And if you've got people that are passionate in the same way that you are, then anything's possible. Okay. Do you draw upon other Mavericks in any way? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a few people, some of my clients who have been great, a great influence to me. Um, my old bosses at What If. Yeah, so, um, they, you know, my, Dave and Matt, who were the founding partners of What If, um, were absolutely amazing guys to work with, as were many of the other people that worked for that company. Um, I was really lucky to be there in the early days, and they... Um, I, wouldn't be, I don't think I could be doing what I'm doing now if it hadn't been for the experience that I'd had with them. They were a great, great influence on me and a great support as well. Okay. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership, Emma? Um, yeah, I think that it... I hope that it makes me very open. You know, I am... Um, I'm always open to suggestions and I'm always open to somebody coming and saying, you know, we've been doing this like this, but we can do it like this and it'll just be better or easier or, or you know, whatever, whatever. I, I, you know, I think that you've got to, again, go back to, to team, um, that it's really, really, really important to, to feel like you're all pulling together mm -hmm. um, and... And therefore, you know, I think I've got to, I see it as my duty to listen all the time to the people around me. Um, and if they want to change the way that we're doing something, I'm always open to that, always. Um, and I think that's really, really, really important. So it's never like, oh, it's got to be my way. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, I think that that's maybe maverickish. Mm -hmm. Is being a maverick related to creativity? And if so, how? Yeah, I think so, very much so, because I think that, um, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier about how how when you look at children and the way that they do things, and I think it is very, very easy to just think that everything in life has to be done in a, in a set way, um, and, 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 and I feel the opposite. So um, I, I think that without that, I think it's very difficult to be creative mm -hmm. I think that you know I think you can be serious and be creative and I think you can be quite process driven and be creative all of those things definitely but I think you've got to have a sense of openness to the world um, um, which you know I think is fundamentally part of it okay and how is being a maverick related to innovation um, again I think that you know, the, the, the greatest innovation comes about where people are experimenting, mm -hmm. taking risks, trying things out in different ways, not afraid of failing. Um, and really, that's at the, that's, that's at the heart of it. Um, you know, when you, you think about all the great kind of rule breakers of mm -hmm. our time and people that have just gone, well, actually, I don't you know, there's no reason why why things can't be done in another way. Yeah. You've just got to have the time, the patience, the energy and the passion to, to try that, whatever, whatever it may be. Okay. Are there any career choices that you regret as it relates to your potential as a maverick? 
No, I don't think so because there's nothing, you know, at the end of the day, you always learn. And I think that that's, I think that's part of it as well, that whatever you try and do, if you do it wrong or you do something, you know, that wasn't right or you, you make a bad decision about something, as long as you learn from it, then, um, then it's not wrong. Okay. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Um, I think there's some great, great people out there. I mean, oh my God, Thomas Heatherwick, he's just absolutely amazing. I was um, been reading this morning actually about him and this bridge that he wants to build across the Thames, which is to be like a garden. He's been on the cards for a while, but he's got quite a lot of support for it now. And um, the visuals of it, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, And I I had the pleasure of meeting him earlier on in the year. And he is just such a nice, kind, warm, open, normal, normal man in many, you know, in in many ways. Um, Doesn't doesn't seem to have any ego or anything. He very much, um, you know, relies on having great creative talent around him um, and is very appreciative appreciative to, to, of the opportunities that he's been given to actually you know when he, the Olympic torch and some of the other amazing things that he's done that he's been trusted with okay. um, I think he's yeah he's a winner okay thank you who is someone in your life that makes all the difference <sighs> wow um, I guess my daughter I've got to say really because she's um she keeps you fresh, you know. I think kids do because she's yes. she's very she's so open minded, you know. And you can you can just see seeing the world through her eyes is is pretty pretty amazing uh, spectacle. Thank you. What motivates you as a maverick? Um, I just love what I do. I I love my job. I've always wanted to do something which was creative, which involved design, um, and which um, ultimately helps people somehow. Okay. And, um, yeah, that's it. Really. Do you like being a maverick? Um, it's, really, it's really weird because it's not a word that I massively use or yeah. associate, but I guess when I, if I look at the definition, then... Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't, you know, I don't want to be dear. I don't want to be the normal Joe Bloggs or a okay. wallflower. Is being a maverick important, and why? Yeah, I think it's really important because I think that going back to one of the things I said earlier, I think that it's it's really it'd just be really easy to get up in the mornings and 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 have a um, do things in the same way that everybody else does them. Um, but I just think that that's boring. Um, I I do get bored quite quickly, so it's kind of inherent to my happiness to do things differently. Thank you, thank you. Final question: What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you, Emma? <laughs> oh my god! Um, I can't really think. There's nothing really. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, it was all very interesting. Well, thank you for letting me interview you. I'm just going to turn my voice recorder off. Thank you. No worries.